Hey everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. This week we are doing a Feminist February playlist. I was lucky enough to have my friend Chaz White back on, and we're going to talk about our favorite female artists, and we got a lot of fun stuff to discuss. We got some audience submissions. We've got our 10 picks between the two of us. So it's a really fun episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, everybody, we're here. We're doing the Feminist February playlist. I'm so excited to welcome back on my homie, Chaz White. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. I didn't expect an invite so quick, but obviously happy to get it and happy to be here. That's how you know you did a good job if you get a quick invite back. <laughs> Kevin's brother, Ben, <laughs> he's not so lucky. He gets a once-a-year <laughs> appearance. I'm just kidding. I love you, Ben. Um yeah um let's talk about your like what your mindset was going into making your picks yeah so initially and i think i texted you about it but i was like i'm gonna go through the depths of some weird playlists i have and i'm gonna pick like some obscure female artists try and sneak a couple in that you've hopefully never heard of you know really really get out there uh but then it was all stuff that i listened to in that same era of every time that we've ever talked about music of like the 2000s and i was like god i feel like i'm beating a dead horse it's all i ever talk about when i get the chance to come on uh so i changed it and i gave myself a rule that if i haven't listened to it in the past 12 months it's not allowed to be on the playlist of my additions that's fair yeah i like i like giving yourself parameters i always do the same thing yeah I uh yeah. I kind of did the same thing. I was like, I want to pick more contemporary stuff. Um, there's only one artist I think I picked that just isn't. I mean, she still makes music, but most of the music people know are from like the very early 2000s. But for the most part, there's so many cool bands out. Like when I saw Origami Angel, I got to see Pool Kids, and you know, there's just so many cool female-led bands that it it honestly it's a shame that we we dedicate a month. But I think we try to really incorporate that kind of music because it is such a different kind of music, right? Like, there's something so powerful about women vocalists. Um, their instruments, like everything, I think is so cool. And to dedicate a true month to it is, and it sucks that it's the shortest month, but still, like, at least we're, <laughs> it's, we only did it because the alliteration was there, like Feminist February. It was easy to do. But I think, um, the vocalists are so different like their pain and their anguish everything sounds a lot more gut-wrenching i think than when guys do it the guys can either come off angry or you know i, I don't know do, do you have any thoughts about that yeah I, uh, I think you're right that and i like that you said even just the way they play their instruments is just different and i don't really know how to quantify it either but it is like uh, I think, and maybe it's just on my mind because we've talked about it. But Dustin Kinsrue is a male vocalist that's my all-time favorite, uh, and I think he's maybe 
the best of the guys that I like of showing like that pain and anguish, but it's still is just it's not the same as a female vocalist can do it. And I don't know I don't know what it is. Uh if you need the best example, because I, I don't feel like I'm explaining it the way I wanted to, but go listen to the way Haley Williams sings All I Wanted. Yeah. And that's all you need to know, really. Like that's the like the the best example we could give. But um, yeah, and then she's gonna crip walk right after she does it live. <laughs> so like, <laughs> ain't no guy out there bringing that heat. No, no, and no one wants to see a guy dance like that either <laughs> in fishnet leggings. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, you want to get into some audience submissions, and then we'll get into yeah. our picks. Um, the first one we got is Cody Garrett. He submitted two which normally is frowned upon, but we're going to allow it this week um, just because Cody's a homie. He says, Fireplace by Sincere Engineer and Lavender Bones by Stand Atlantic. Uh, yeah, so actually uh, both of these bands and artists were two that I had considered for my submissions. So uh, they didn't make my cut for different reasons. Not Obviously not because they're not good, uh, but... I was really happy when I saw them on the playlist. I just saw it today, and I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, super pumped. Way to go, Cody. Way to go, Cody. He said Sincere Engineer was like Hot Mulligan, and I was like, nah, dude, Sincere Engineer is way <laughs> better than Hot Mulligan. Um, but, yeah, they, they, it does have that Midwest emo, and then Stand Atlantic, dude. That Lavender Bones is from my favorite Stand Atlantic um, record that I actually had the vinyl in my hand the other day and i was like really do i need this for 20 bucks and i've been buying a lot of records so i was like okay i'm buying so many so many (laughs) i I gotta chill and that was the first time i was like okay i'm gonna chill this week but it's the uh, skinny dipping album yeah a lot of good songs from it and this is a, a deeper cut so i think it's six or seven years old at this point but two really strong kind of more seen bands which i really like that cody always kind of I don't know if he's catering to us or if he's just really into that music, but I, I love the picks, irregardless. 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 They are, they are specifically good picks. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, our next audience submission is from Rita. Rita says, I don't want to see you like this by Joy Formidable. And she actually sent an email that I'm going to read real quick. Oh, Okay, Rita says, hey guys, my feminist February pick is the Joy Formidable with lead vocalist, guitarist, Ritzy Bryan. My dad and sister found this band at a music festival in 2010-ish, and my family all fell in love with their high-energy live performances. In addition to Ritzy, the band consists of Ridian DeFid on bass and Matthew James Thomas on drums. The band members have stayed consistent since about 2009. They formed in 2007 in Wales, uh, and in approximately 2010 were signed to Black Bell Records, uh, started by Passion Pits' um, Ayad Al-Adami. It looks like they've been they've since changed uh, record labels and have a total of seven albums. I picked I Don't Want You to See You Like This because while I do really love this song, I pretty much love most of their first three albums and gave myself uh, decision p- paralysis we all can relate yes uh so i may subject the discord to some of their other songs at another time maybe even some newer ones which i only just started exploring while trying to pick a song for this playlist i'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts 
Uh, thank you sincerely, Rita. That was awesome. Thank you, Rita. You always are doing way, <laughs> way better job explaining your picks and giving background on your picks than we could ever do. Um, I love this pick, man. It's 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 a fun ride. Is it? So I've never heard of them, and I didn't see that in the playlist. I may have missed it. I think it, she added it. It's in there. Um, oh, in the Apple playlist. Yeah, I think I added it to the Apple playlist, but maybe I didn't. I'm really bad about. Yep, I forgot to add it. I'm so sorry. So, That's on me. I'm so. I didn't get to listen to it, Rita, but I will. I'm super excited. A Welsh rock band. Yeah. Sounds fun off the off the get go. Yeah, one of my favorite pop punk bands is from Wales. Neck deep. Oh yeah. 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 yeah so they just have like a certain. A jeu de vivre about themselves, and I always, <laughs> I always love bands from the UK. They just they are so different than what we're used to. Yeah, it's, you know they got they got the gap in their teeth. They're yep. doing stuff different over there. Yeah, they don't give a shit about the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm I'm I love the pick Rita, and uh, I'll update the Apple playlist that way. Chas can listen to it. Thanks, Dill. <laughs> um. Next up, we have Mason Miller, who says, Wet Paint by SoFi. I'm assuming you didn't listen to this one either if I didn't update the rest of the picks. Correct. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is another a great pick. This is from a pretty contemporary artist. I know Mason got this from um, his buddy who's in the Discord, um, Jacob Clearly. Cleary? I always say Clearly. I think it's time for Jacob to change his name to Clearly. Yeah, I feel like if... If you've mispronounced it enough times, it's on him to change it yeah. to fit how people are saying it. And I want to say his name in the Discord is clearly Jacob. So mm, then I'm like, that's you know, no, yeah, he's he's doing this to himself. Yeah, I jokingly changed my uh, AIM name to like Hayden because everyone called me Hayden, and then everyone started calling me Hayden, and I was like, shit, <laughs> the joke did not land. <laughs> so I'm sure that's exactly what happened to Jacob. Um, but yeah, Mason picked Wet Paint by SoFi. It's a great pick. It's it's really fun. And uh, just go listen to it on the playlist. I'm probably going to try and add all these because uh, I had a lot of fun doing that last week. So I'll add them into the, the episode. Um, Kevin says Dreaming by Tones and I. And I actually didn't get to listen to this one. So I'm so sorry, Kevin. But it's kind of payback for the last three wow. and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, last but not least for audience submissions is Chemical Bond by Rez featuring Death Pact. And Ben actually sent an email as well. Um, he just titled Rez. He says, Rez is for the bass. Rez is for the creepy. Rez is for the ladies. Scare me more bass, mommy. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry for being so disheveled this week, boys, but Rez does things for me. Happy Feminist February, Benji, Columbus, Ohio. And he's right, though. Rez is the queen of, like, EDM, dark, gothy. I, th I, th I first heard her when she did a, a, a song with Paris, and it was just, like, two spooky girls making a spooky track. But this track is, is a lot of fun. And if you've heard one Rez song, you know what that means. Like, it's just, like, it's got a deep bass, and it's really got, a, like, a feel to it. It almost feels like... October, you know. Uh, so, 
Is it this? Is it R E Z Z? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard Nightmare on Rez Street, uh, two mix. I was super big fan of that. So. Yeah, I think That's Ben's it. brought. He brings one every every time we do the spooky playlist and every time we do Feminist February, he's bringing Rez. Yeah. So. Well, that I, that's how I found out about Rez was somebody brought it to the podcast. Yep. So it must have been. Oh, it's got to be Ben. All right. Well, thanks, Ben. Yeah. He'll be tickled <laughs> to know. Okay. You ready to get into our picks? Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you go first. All right. So uh, my first pick is Shutter Island and by Jesse Reyes. Actually, I'm not positive I'm saying her last name right. Uh. <laughs> the kind of the funny thing about this being my first pick is that I did break my rule for this one. I haven't listened to it in a few years, so definitely doesn't hit my 12-month mark, but I just love her voice so much that I couldn't make this playlist without having it. Uh, I think she's just got this super cool, raspy, grungy tone, but then pairs it with pop melodies and stuff. It's super fun. Um... I also think she's a fun, like, pithy songwriter, which is fun for the genre. Yeah, and uh, the, the lyrics are, are clever and kind of talking about being crazy and talking about Shutter Island. Like, there there's things you have to know going into the song. It's not like a pop song that spells everything out for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and I always like when people take ownership of something like, <clears throat> you know, girls getting called crazy. Well, then she's like, well, I'll take ownership of that, and then it loses its power. Yeah, you know, which is always cool. <clears throat> yeah, no, I I love this pick, especially. I think we both picked a, a super poppy one, but like one that still is a banger. <laughs> and I was I was kind of wondering if Ashley showed you this one, um, but if you listened to it a few years ago, that, that couldn't be the case. But dude, this song rocks, man. It was a good out the gate jumper. Yeah, yeah, no, this is not the Jonas Brothers. So Ashley did not show me this one. <laughs> She's going to have fun at Bill Murray, though. It's yeah, going to open yeah. her eyes. She's going to be like, okay, I think it's time to put Jonas Brothers to bed. God, I'm not that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it, it was a great first pick out the gate, man. Yeah, she had a couple – I mean, she has a bunch of lyrics I like, but in this song, one that I liked a lot was, uh, goodness gracious, you're amazing, according to you, I'm a lucky lady. And then the straight jacket one we mentioned. And uh, for a second, I forgot I was a bad bitch. Begging you to stay became a habit. I'm tired of begging you to love me. Like Fuck yeah. yeah. Like, I forgot I was a bad bitch. Like, that's, that's fucking gangster. Yeah. If you don't think I wasn't going through my divorce listening to this and absolutely, like, feeling in my soul, yeah, I forgot I was a bad bitch. <laughs> You're right, Jesse. You know what? You're <laughs> onto something, Jesse. I am a bad bitch. Crying. <laughs> yeah, just speak it into existence. Yeah. Okay, you ready for my first pick? Yep. Okay. Uh, my first pick is Far by Awake But Still In Bed. Um, I found this because another band I liked was on their record label, and I saw that they had just released an album as well because I always – when when I find a band, I do a deep dive on their social media and see what record label they're on, and then I look at the record label, and that's kind of how I discover new music. And this one had like a like a spooky American football feel, almost. 
like kind of taking their time. This song is a, a long one for me, and I just thought it was. I don't want to say fun, but it's like a weird, trippy track that takes its time. And then when she belts, man, it just like kind of scares you. So uh, Awaken Still in Bed. I don't love the full album, but the album artwork's cool. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, this was a, a band I'd never heard of. Uh, so I, I dig the song. I think, honestly, for me, it's a little bit too much of an indie vibe on some of it. For me, so this is kind of what I have in here is that like, I don't think I would seek out to listen to it again. However, if it was on a playlist or on at somebody's house or something, like I would dig it and vibe to it. It's kind of the level that it's at. One thing I do respect a lot about it, though, is I noticed on the, uh, most of the song credits, it's just Shannon. Like, there ain't nobody helping her write these songs. No. And that's pretty rare. Uh, song credits are almost never just one person. Yeah, that's something I always like about indie bands is that there's not a lot of hands creatively. So you're really just getting their vision. And that's for better or for worse because, like I said, I don't love the full album. It's so fucking long. It's like over yeah. an hour long. And there's times she her voice goes in directions I don't really love, like just the, the, the fraying of the voice a lot. It can be used punctually like Free Throw does, but sometimes it's just like it's too much. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm usually a vocal fry, vocal fraying fan. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, the, I I just thought I would pick one out the gate that I'd never heard of and one that I'd really dove into this year and tried to figure out if I liked it or if I just liked the first song I've heard from them. <laughs> and it turns yeah. out I mostly just like this song. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens. But yeah. I think it's still a good pick and it adds some... Uh, depth to the playlist uh my next pick we ready for the next pick oh, yeah. my next pick is jaded by spirit box so spirit box i think is arguably one of the most popular metalcore bands in general right now but definitely female vocalists uh of the scene right now they like, almost won a metal grammy this year bro yeah they should have won but they almost did that's crazy. They should have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> her fucking comment, though, about Metallica. <laughs> Iconic, dude. Yeah, I just sent it to you. Do you remember what it said off the top of your head? Something now, about. Why do you text so much? <laughs> something about uh, how in the last, or hopefully in 50 years. Oh, here, I got it. I'm happy for Metallica. Who knows? Maybe when we're 80, we'll be able to put out uninteresting metal and win Grammys for it. <laughs> that's that's gangster yeah um so i mean i'm sure most people know about spirit box i got a little bit of some background stuff here um you know she was in our wrestle to bear once love one it. thing one thing i didn't know is that she is married to uh mike stringer in the band and yeah. he was also in i wrestle to bear once i think that's kind of cool Yeah, I think they took a break for a while because of having a kid and stuff. I think that's why they end up closing up I Wrestled a Bear once, and then like 10 years later they decided to pick music back up and do Spirit Box. And (laughs) Courtney has been, from the second Spirit Box started putting out music, people were like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When I was reading about her background, 
she was raised super religious in like Alabama, like Alabama religious. Wow. Uh, and then her parents got divorced and she moved to Canada with her mom. So I feel like, cause I've never read about her before, but all the spirit box lyrics are like religious twinged, uh, at least like she's got some thoughts about theology yeah she likes to sneak into her lyrics um and it makes a lot of sense reading about that and kind of a the ethereal airy sounds that they have in the background is sometimes a very churchy feeling yeah i i definitely think that's when we were talking about metalcore a few weeks ago this is what it evolved to and what we love about it now just like those ambient sounds and then the metal that comes into is so fucking cool Mm -hmm. um they're from vancouver right uh yeah i mean i just have canada a (laughs) (laughs) it's a big place it could be anywhere if we said vancouver it's probably close if it's not vancouver um yeah that i i love spirit box and it's when it comes on the playlist, you almost wouldn't know by the screams, but you definitely know when you hear her singing. And the fact mm-hmm. that she can balance the two so well, like I can't think of anyone that does it better in balancing the two. Yeah, yeah. No, the only other person that I think does it well, even close, is uh, Bad Omens. Bad Omens, or maybe A Day to Remember, like early A Day to Remember. Yeah, but they were less even early. They were less screamy, screamy. Yeah, I I think she. I think you're dead right. Like she kills it the way she bounces that, and I don't know how you switch like that. Oh my god! Well, she didn't do it very well back in I wrestled a bear once. <laughs> I wrestled a bear once was not for the faint of heart. Um, so there's there's an old adage about like you got to be shitty starting out to really be good. And I think doing our wrestle to bear once, taking ten years off and coming back and having your craft honed and Spirit Box didn't have to have a shitty EP before they were coming out yeah. the gate just firing. Is this from their newest release? This is, and it, it's definitely not my favorite Spirit Box song by any means, but that's why I picked it was because it's from their newest EP that they just put out. Yeah, and it really does showcase all the things that are are great about Spirit Box. Mm-hmm. My track two is Sometimes by Mannequin Pussy, which... Still, you can't say that. Well, that's their name. And I actually <laughs> saw a TikTok from them last summer. That's how I discovered them, was someone was like, you made your band name as a joke, and then 10 years later, you're still making music <laughs> <laughs> under the name, and you hate it. Um, and it's such a funny band name. I think Motherfolk, when I talked to him, he either said it on our podcast or he said it in a different interview, he was talking about how like mother folk was funny when we were 19, but now <laughs> we're in our thirties, but we still have to roll with it. Um, but yeah, sometimes they are just getting better, man. Like this new release that they have, I think they have three or four new singles leading up to this album that's coming out in a few weeks. I just love their sound. It like mixes the good indie sound. And also it's got like some driving rhythm to it and, and like a, a true rock and roll sound. And I love it. They're getting a lot of hate on the internet right now because they did an all AI generated uh, music video and people were 
up in arms about it. But I don't really? have, yeah, I don't have any thoughts about it because if you're going to use AI, who cares? But people were like, we're artists and you could have paid someone to do it. Yeah, you could have, but they didn't. And <laughs> people use AI all the time. Who like? They didn't use AI to record the song or write the lyrics. Like they just used it for a music video. So I don't know. <laughs> I I don't have the energy to be exhausted about to, <laughs> to like be up in arms about an AI generated music video. Yeah, I think I think one we're early enough in the AI world that it's still like artsy to use AI. And try new stuff with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's artsy in its own right. Uh, but two, you can't tell me the future is not going to be AI doing this shit anyways. Right. And, like, it sucks for sure, but it's where it's going, uh, I think. But I mean, we listen uh, to songs by Plankton from <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob, okay? <laughs> Who are we to start splitting hairs? It's funny. And, and, it's, and, and they're good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And the music video is weird. It's like in the, in this cabin, and it, they're like, "Well, we used people, and someone actually acted it out, and all that." Like, okay, I I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and I, when I saw Mannequin Pussy was on here, I was super pumped for it too. I think they are the best of what indie rock has to offer right now. Yeah. Just super good all around. Super good production quality. Uh, they never have vocals that make me shiver or feel weird. Uh, like, it's just, it's clean, but it's still indie and raw. It's really good stuff. And just the way she says, and sometimes, and then it, like, breaks into the instrumental break. <laughs> man, that's what I love about Feminist February, man. <laughs> you got some, you got some mannequin pussy behind it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay jesus christ uh i gotta go yeah it was good talking <laughs> to you um uh my next pick we'll just uh is uh, <laughs> it's hams in a glass by winona fighter in I found them at the Ohio's for Lovers Fest. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing them. Yeah, super fun. Just uh, I don't mean this in a bad way. I mean they're my pick, but uh, like generalized pop punk um, with a little bit more of the punk side than the pop side, but super good, uh, super fun to listen to. I think if Ashley was having an angry day and I could slide her this song she would get super into it because uh, I know it does that for me. Uh, super fun. I also think uh, their TikTok is part of what makes me like them too because they're just super personable, uh, doing weird stuff, down-to-earth stuff, doing their music videos by themselves in their kitchen. Yeah. Uh, not using AI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not sellouts yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they're going on tour with. Oh shoot! Is it Bayside? It's it's Bayside and someone else. I'm trying to think. A band I haven't listened to in a really long time. Uh, Armor for Sleep. Dang. So, you know they're getting really big bills 
and they're getting yeah. to go on some really cool tours. It's it is kind of cool that we saw them at Ohio's for Lovers Fest on this small stage. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any merch. Um, because I remember messaging them afterwards and being like, "Where's your merch table at?" And they're like, "Oh shoot, we didn't bring any. We didn't think." people were going to like us that much and uh I, we got a code for the online and it was kind of cool to support them but um yeah the only thing i don't like about this song is the little i'm a little stressed out like that just didn't fit with the song for me yeah and it kind of like ah it just felt a little too like on the nose um but dude she kind of reminds me of avril lavigne in a mm-hmm. weird way like if avril lavigne did like a true punk like skater punk kind of uh song and it is cool that you picked this because they were on my list i just didn't love a song enough to pick them and it's cool to get to showcase a band like this that is another play on a name like th- that's kind of what the scene is now is like carly cosgrove or um some other ben, ben quad and some other weird ones um but yeah i i really love this song and i remember they were teasing it for a while and a lot of the lyrics are pretty jarring like just outwardly saying i'm gonna freaking kill myself is yeah. pretty wild <laughs> pretty wild okay you ready for my track three yep talk too much by pool kids uh i think i mentioned that i saw them open for origami angel and i think they had two two band there's sweet pill and uh pool kids and they both were killer female led vocalists and it just feels good to know that the scene has this kind of music out there i remember really digging this album and um when i was digging back through some of the the older playlists i had this was one this album stuck out and then this song was really cool to me that it just it didn't matter who it was who was singing it or who it was by it just fucking rocked you know yeah uh this was another band that i'd never heard of uh so i looked them up on the old wiki and they called them uh math rock emo which i feel is kind of fitting and cool i yeah. feel like that's kind of a <clears throat> more official way articulating like midwest emo uh musically but uh they got some recognition from old Haley williams who posted her posted the band on her story um and then they went on tour with the wonder years but then that got squashed because of covid so they feel like that set them back a little bit um then they've been been on some big tours like you were mentioning um but yeah, I, I dig the track a lot. Uh, I'll definitely add them into my current rotation of stuff. I'm excited to see what else they have. Yeah, and if you like Midwest emo, there is a little bit of noodling in the song, which is fun. Oh, you know I like noodling. <laughs> the only thing I like more than some noodling is some mannequin pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes those things go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, track four. Uh, so this is a cover which uh, feels kind of like a cop out because it's a song I already like but I really like how they did the cover Uh, it's King for a Day by Daisy Grenade featuring Casey Carlson 
who so this is kind of a was a way for me to get a two for one in here so i technically got six artists this week um because i love casey uh she's a super good vocalist what is, what is she in uh dead it's in here uh deadlands band but she's also if you follow her on tiktok she's a super fun follow uh she does tons of screaming covers of weird songs she'll do like one take vocal covers of like day seeker or stuff oh yeah uh, super super fun to follow on tiktok super personable and stuff which is always nice um but daisy grenade was also another tiktok find uh, just scrolling and they came on i was like oh i love this song there's no way this is going to be a cover that does it justice for how much i've loved it for so many years now and I was like, oh, this is actually a fucking banger. Like, this is great. And then Kyle was listening. One of our buddies was listening to it one day in the gym, listening to the cover. This. And I was like, are you listening to Daisy Grenade? And he was like, yeah, dude, this is a good song. <laughs> Did he know it was a cover? No. <laughs> that seems crazy. Um, Yeah, dude, this song rocks. It's a good. And yeah, when I saw King for a Day, I was like, is this a cover? And then I started listening to it and I was like, it is a cover and it's a good one right i'm always surprised when people go for songs like this that are super hard to do it's already like two of the best scene vocalists from like the 2010s and kellen quinn and pierce avail like that's that's gonna be tough to do and they make it sound so good almost better vocally yeah it's it's good it's and i even like some of the little changes they did musically like with the guitars and stuff i was like Oh, it's almost that's... tuned down a little bit. Yeah, tuned I'll... down and like slower and yeah, it's good. It makes you bang your head a little bit more than you did in the original, which the original is like a wall to wall song. So it mm -hmm. is kind of cool that they decided to slow it up a little bit. Yeah, I have a a quote from their. Uh... I couldn't find much about them online, but I found this bio. Power punk bubble grunge band. Two sharp yet afflicted young women use femininity as a weapon about the pains of being a girl today, which is quite frankly a grotesque, nightmarish, and dark experience. Experience. Whoa. That's a lot to take in. That was a lot for me to read. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bumble Grunge is the one that has me the most floored. I've never even heard of Bumble Bumble Bubble Grunge. <laughs> bubble Grunge. Power Punk Bubble Grunge. <laughs> That's just proof that people make up words with <laughs> with genres. Bubble yeah. Grunge. Show me another Bubble Grunge band. It can't be a genre <laughs> if you're the only one doing it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I feel like that has to be like their PR company. Yeah, uh, they're writing that, but I was just like, "There, that's a lot. I gotta throw this in there." You, I think my favorite thing that bands do is when they have a Spotify bio, they just say like, "We make music," or "Yeah, what's up?" Like, keep it simple because mm -hmm. the music pretty much speaks for itself. Like, if you're reading Bubble Grunge, I don't know if it makes you want to <laughs> listen to it more or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna venture on less because I don't even know what to think of bubble grunge. <laughs> you just listening to grunge. You're listening to Nirvana and someone's blowing bubbles. 
I don't know. Uh, uh, there's there's a really dark joke there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've already done it with with manic and pussy. Um, <laughs> track four, anything to be with you by Carly Rae Jepsen. Let's go. And dude, honestly, I don't think I, I've heard people say like, "Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen is like one of the best pop stars out there." And I'm always like, "Really?" And I had to find out for myself because I wanted to pick, I, I think I said last week that I've been listening to a lot of like contemporary pop to see if what sticks with me, you know, like I gave Olivia Rodrigo a chance, Camila Cabello. I listened to a lot of Billie Eilish and none of them stuck with me the way Carly Rae Jepsen did. And that's just not as something you would assume to say because everyone thinks, um, call me maybe. And myself included, I was like, oh, she had that one song, Call, Call Me Maybe. But, dude, this song is everything you can ever want out of a pop song. It's so much fun. I, I can't, I've i probably listened to this more than anything else in the last week. And I can't get enough. I don't love the album that it's on from last year as much as this song, but I love this song so much. <laughs> so I'm I'm right with what you're saying. I was like... Ugh, Carly Rae Jepsen, like call me maybe. That's that's all she's got, Bill. I don't know what this song's gonna bring, uh, but then it's a pretty good pop banger. Uh, I don't, definitely don't think I love it as much as you love it, uh, but I was surprised also by some of the lyrics in it. Like falling for you is never over. I can get down when you're down. Anything to be with you. Uh, I can be friends with your friends. Like some actually sweet good lines in there yeah that took me by surprise and i did enjoy my listen to it oh sorry i had to burp um (laughs) no dude i i it was one of those like it was more of a an experiment on myself like how many pop band or how many pop artists do i just write off because i heard one song and i was like yeah i heard what they're about i'm not about it and that's super unfair, but there's so much music in the world that I, it's it's just how it goes. But it was fun to find out that I loved a song, and this made me feel like a bad bitch. Like driving with the <laughs> the windows. It was like windows down weather this week, so it was like fun yeah. to listen to this with windows down and just be like, fucking spring's here, man. Winter's over. I know it's early February, but spring's <laughs> over. I'm calling it. Or winter's over. I'm calling it. Yeah, I can get that vibe from it. Yeah. And like I said, it did take me by surprise how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, my last pick here, This Is Why by Paramore. So Paramore, obviously, just a huge major staple in the entire music scene, the pop punk scene, all of that, everything we grew up in. Um, but I think we've talked about their latest album, and I think we differ on it. I love it. It's super funky and weird and weird timings. Um, it makes me want to dance for some reason. And I don't like to dance, but it just, I don't know. It does something to me. It makes me shrug my shoulders, you know? Yeah. I I love this song. And I'm, I'm like medium, medium to lukewarm on the, on the album. But I do think this song is, this is, there's a reason everyone knows this song. It just it's fun and bubbly. It was the first song from the the new album, mm-hmm. and I just think you can tell creatively. Like 
she's taken a lot of influence from Zach Farrow, who has that. He left the band for a little bit, did a band called Half Noise, and Half Noise is a lot like this, like weird timing and kind of like off-kilter pop. And I love that Haley's kind of taken that influence, and I, I, it, you can definitely feel her and Zach writing these songs together, and I think that's what's appealing. I love it way more than I love Haley's solo stuff, but I do think this is a great example because we sh- one of the unspoken things Kevin and I try to do is not compare every indie alt pop punk female vocalist to Haley Williams. It feels like a cop out, um, <laughs> or even just Flyleaf. Um, but <laughs> it is nice to have a song from her on here because I don't know if we've done one in our three years of Feminist February. So it was good to have a newer one because my brother Dalton and I burned up those first three albums from from Paramore, and they they will be iconic forever because they're so drastically different. And I've loved every release from Paramore. The, the newest stuff isn't my favorite, but I still think... They haven't put out a bad album yet. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree uh, with everything. Like the first three albums being just forever iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also just love that they're doing different stuff. You know? Um, and it'd be easy to her. go back and make another, you know, Riot or, but they, they've never made the same album twice. And I think I, yeah. that's what I love about them. Yeah. Um, okay, my last track, Are You Happy Now by Michelle Branch. <laughs> and I almost, I, I wanted to pick like in my favorite Michelle Branch song, which, do you have a favorite Michelle Branch song? No. Really? You, you're not a Michelle Branch fan? I mean, I like this song. All You Wanted was my favorite. Because there's a, like a weird little key change out of nowhere. Where she's like, I'm sinking slowly, so hurry home me. And, dude, it gets me hyped every time. I I think if I was going to karaoke, I think I would just do the two Michelle Branch songs that everybody knows. <laughs> Everywhere and All You Wanted. But um, <laughs> Hannah encouraged me to do Are You Happy Now? Because it is, it's a good little different, deeper cut um, from their... Everyone knows the Spirit Round from 2001. This is from the 2003 album Hotel Paper, which is still pretty old it's over 20 years old now but um i just have so much fun listening to her it just reminds me of all the things that i've always loved about female vocalists just the way she lets loose and the way it has like a little 90s indie to it and it's just a lot of fun yeah um it was super fun to listen to uh it did it i felt like i was a kid again listening to music with my older sisters uh, like Avril Lavigne and Quinn Stefani and Michelle Branch and whatever else they were listening to. But uh, super fun, super, I mean, she's obviously, she's super good, a staple of the era for sure. Uh, but I don't think I've ever sought out her to listen to for myself. And yeah. I I think I'm in the wrong for that. I don't, I, I don't think you're, there's so much music out in the world. But for whatever reason, Michelle Branch, the song Everywhere and All You Wanted, those two were just, I couldn't get them out of my head. Me and my buddy Dev used to listen to them all the time. Like, when we needed a good pick-me-up, we'd be like, all right, somebody put on Michelle Branch. (laughs) (laughs) It's like weirdly bad bitch music or Windows Down music. 
kind of go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, there you go. Those are our, our picks for this week. How you feel? I feel good. I feel. I mean, my my mind's racing with so many artists that I feel like could have been included, but I feel good about it. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, it was fun. Yeah, I had I had a lot of fun doing this, and it is always fun building a playlist with someone different because Kevin and I kind of do the same things over and over again uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to like our picks, and I can kind of know where he's going with his music. Um, so it was kind of cool to to get a different perspective this week. Yeah, I get that. It's like when uh, Ashley and I make road trip playlists. You know, I I've learned to just expect that every song she adds is going to be Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and it's nice to make a playlist with somebody else and it's not Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. She's going to have her whole world opened up for the Bill Murray. And he hasn't even in Okay. We're done with Feminist February for a minute. We're going to talk about Bill Murray's concert that he just announced. Um and Chaz and I are going and I'm so excited, dude. They haven't even announced an opener and we bought tickets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's how crazy we are about this dude. Dude, he's so good though, and he's just—he's a shit poster that is fully self-aware of what he's doing, and it's amazing. Yeah, there's nobody else like him right now. There's really not. There's people that do it a little bit tamer, like Rustin Kelly does it in like a tongue-in-cheek kind of way, but just not to the extreme that he takes it. And I—I <laughs> I, I always send him to Kevin, and he's like, "We get it. He doesn't wipe his ass. We get it. He's cranking his hog." <laughs> And I'm like, dude, it doesn't get old because you would think it like <laughs> it's kind of like Harambe jokes. Like they don't <laughs> die until you let them die. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really, really hoping that Harbor does oh, yeah. a show with them because they did some shows with them last winter and they missed. I think they stopped the tour to go to South by Southwest like right before they came to Cincinnati. And he only he doesn't tour much, so we really do no. have to hop on when when he does do it. Yeah, uh, and I love all of his memes for this tour. They're just they're great. Yes. The fucking the astronaut. Wait, it's all Ohio. It always has been. <laughs> and that's the best part. Like we live in Ohio. He's from it, Columbus. Like it right. just it couldn't be more perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we can both agree that our song, our joint song, of the show is going to be his new song, Better Hell. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. What's the parentheses in the song? Do you remember? Nope. Better hell, parentheses, thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> and is that J- Chinese or Japanese writing? I can't tell. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, I I mean, I, I'm so enthralled by him that, like, I, I signed up to be on his text group and his email chain and all that. And so I got like the one minute preview of the Better Hell song. Yeah. And the parts that I heard, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um do you what what do you remember about that song before we get out of here? Um the, the weird country twangy guitars going in the background is just it shouldn't work. But it works, and it works so good. Yeah, he posted about how he's conquered every genre. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's even, like, a little mandolin in the song. Yeah, There's a mandolin. There's, like, a little uh, slide guitar going. Um, Just 
like true country guitar going. It's it's weird, but it's good. And after the first chorus, he's like, oh, <laughs> dude, man, it, it brings out something primal in us. Yeah. But yeah, super excited about that. We're still trying to get Kevin to commit to going with us, but yeah, come on, Kev. Come on. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Chaz, thank you as always for coming on, my friend. Thanks for making this work. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me again, buddy. It's this is like your Jordan flu game. You're conquering sickness to be on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. I'm so used to Kevin saying bye at the end that when you didn't do it, I was like, leaning in waiting for you to do it so can you can you try to mimic kevin's bye real quick i actually almost did it but then i was like ah, it feels weird okay we'll try it again three two one all right guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye i like it <laughs>